0: Jibba with J.P.J. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I really couldn't be more excited to start this podcast and open up to all of you. I'm typically a closed book, but I think this podcast will change all of that. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, you may remember the Instagram live videos that I did with my friends and acquaintances that I've met in the entertainment industry during the beginning of the pandemic. I had a lot of fun with those and you all seem to enjoy it as well. So I decided to take those conversations to the podcast format. Perhaps you may see that I am more or less than that character that you all saw on TV. I really just want to hang out with all of you so that we can get to know each other a little bit better. I'll be having some interesting guests on each episode. They will be people that have excelled in their respective endeavors, some champions, and people that have conquered adversity. It'll be a lot of fun to learn about uh, the traits they've gained and how they got to be where they've gotten. And if we can summon the discipline within ourselves, maybe we can acquire some of these traits on our own. I'll be taking your calls as well. We can talk about your dating situation or your problems because I wanna help you find your chill. I know it's in there somewhere or if you want an objective perspective on whatever your situation may be, I can definitely give that to you. So I look forward to meeting a lot of you and solving some problems. So I suppose I'll kick this episode off with addressing the most frequented question that I get in my DMs, which is, why was your job title on TV, John Paul Jones? How was that a job title? Well, the answer to that is pretty multifaceted. One, I didn't do that. I don't know whose idea that was, but it wasn't mine. I can assure you that. And I had absolutely no control over it. And two, John Paul Jones is kind of a fun name to say. It sounds weird to hear myself say that, but when people say my full name, they wind up saying it twice. So that could have been the reason being that my job title on TV was John Paul Jones. And number three, I think the producers just didn't know what to do with me because I was literally goofing off the entire time I was on The Bachelorette. On night two, uh, the guys named a drink after me and they called it the John Paul Jones. It was a concoction of Red Bull mixed with Chardonnay. And we drank quite a few of those uh, for a short period of time. And I think that sort of facilitated a culture of bro within the Bachelorette. I think it was on night three or four that Chris Harrison summoned uh, what seemed to be a really serious meeting amongst all the contestants and He literally told us that we had to take this process more seriously and that we had to be there for Hannah and that this uh, gathering was not, you know, a fraternity reunion. So, again, that could be the reason why uh, my label was John Paul Jones on the show. So, yeah, I can definitely tell you that my profession was not being John Paul Jones at the time. I, I don't even introduce people as my full name. I tell people that my name is John. But anyway, those folks at ABC uh, have no trouble digging up all of your information. But I was a financial analyst and education technology at the time. I worked there for the better part of two years after college. And somehow I was miraculously permitted to take one month off to film The Bachelorette. And to my surprise, I was also allowed to take another one month off to film a show that I didn't even know existed. Bachelor in Paradise. While the show was airing during work, it was literally the most distracting thing in the entire world. The attention that you get is simply intoxicating. Uh, And now I'd like to introduce uh, to you guys my co-host. She's a very lovely lady, and she's without question uh, the reason for me starting this podcast. This podcast would not be possible without her. Uh, Again, uh, her name is Devin Ruskin. Hello, Devin. Why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? What's happening?
1: Hey, John. I'll call you John now since you're no longer John Paul Jones.
0: Oh, huh. <laughs> well, hey, whatever floats your boat. I remember you used to call me JPJ, John Paul Jones, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think I still have to stick with John Paul Jones. You're just one of a kind, even though there is like a famous, I don't know, soldier named John Paul Jones.
0: It's also... Uh, uh john paul jones was also a member of the famed band led zeppelin and yeah i I get dms and i get tagged all the time on instagram for led zeppelin stuff because everyone thinks that i'm that guy and i'm i'm like look at
1: you (laughs) you definitely were not in a rock band
0: i know i know it's the most ridiculous thing in the entire world but i'm flattered by it led zeppelin's one of my favorite bands i just i think they're probably the greatest rock band in history they just don't have a bad song.
1: Name five songs,
0: John Paul Jones. Are you testing <laughs> my knowledge on rock and roll, Devin? Do you think I would say that Led Zeppelin is my favorite band and not be able to name five songs? Is that what I this know, is? I I'm
1: just calling your bluff.
0: Oh, oh calling my bluff. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be my friend, Devin. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm slightly nudged, but that's okay.
1: Okay. I have a few questions that I think, all the listeners are dying to know. Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan. So this is an honor to be even talking to you on Zoom. Oh, you were my favorite from The Bachelor. The moment you walked out and said, I'm John Paul Jones. My friends call me John Paul Jones. And you can call me John Paul Jones. <laughs> I think that's probably the best out of the limo bit I've ever heard. So... I just want to know, well, you were talking about it before, but who were you before The Bachelor and who signed you up for it or did you sign up for it yourself?
0: Yeah, Devin, that's a great question. Again, I was a financial analyst for the better part of two years, and I really was lonely in my profession. I really put all my time and effort into just getting good at my craft as a financial analyst and... I really did not prioritize my dating life at all. And this was, you know, pre bachelorette. So I had literally no photos of myself. So I just never think to snap a photo of myself. And the photos that I did have were from parties that other people had taken of me. And so I, my dating app game was really weak. I couldn't even really get a date on a dating app. And so I was just living this really uh, professionally fulfilling existence, but personally it was very lonely. And uh, the, bachelorette just kind of seemed like a good idea to cut out all that hassle of going through the dating app experience and I never watched it but my sister Judy um, who's a total badass by the way is a religious bachelor watcher it's the only show she ever watches and you know she was really aware uh, of my dating situation and she recommended that I go to a casting and uh, my cousins uh, also encouraged me to do it uh, because there was a casting going on right by my cousin's house in Baltimore and so I went, walked into a casino, and I kept getting called back through the interview process. And it was a miracle that I got it. Uh, I, I have no idea how. I, you know, I thought I'd go to that thing, and I never hear back from anyone because there were just so many people in line for this thing. So, uh, to my surprise, I I wound up getting cast after about six rounds of interviewing. And yeah, I just lucked out. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have, your life is probably stressful. Unload the stress and get it out. Talk to someone who's completely unbiased about your life. Someone who isn't going to judge you or take sides on anything. When there are things you can't tell anyone or feel like you can't unload to family and friends, you need to unload it and that's what therapy can be. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Jibber Jabber with JPJ listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash JPJ. That's B-E-T-T-E-R slash J-P-J.
1: So the casting was at a casino?
0: Yeah, it was. That's it was at a casino nuts. in Baltimore. I know, I know. And there was this really long line of people, and it was a really strange experience. There were some interesting personalities there inquiring you know, into the lives of the, these people that were... Uh, trying to get on the show and I I really didn't have a lot of knowledge on the show prior to being cast for it it was when I you know when flew out to LA when I watched the seasons of The Bachelorette that were available on Amazon Prime and that's how I kind of was able to spot that mold like like The Bachelorette kind of creates a mold for all the characters on it
1: and you're definitely a new one there hasn't been a John Paul Jones before you
0: Oh, I appreciate it, Devin. That is the highest compliment I've ever gotten in regards to my stint on uh, the reality show. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Again, I got lucky that I don't think anybody really had a lot of onstage experience. I studied finance in college, but I also had a focus on acting. And so I've just always felt really comfortable in front of an audience and the entire time you're on The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise, there are a lot of people behind the cameras. And I think that uh, imposes some stress on a lot of people. And I think that's why people tend to fit into that mold. And whereas I was just able to, you know, kind of pretend that, you know, I was on stage and I just kind of had a good time and just sort of leaned into (laughs) the advice that I was given by the external sources that were influencing the show at the time.
1: So was it awkward to kiss on camera and having like 13 or how many people watching?
0: Extremely. It was extremely (laughs) awkward. Oh my gosh. I'll say this. Hannah Brown is a wonderful human being. She is so sweet and lovely. I adore her, but I knew after the first night that there was no way that she and I were going to wind up together. So it wasn't really flirty. I was just kind of, telling her my background and you know what my intentions were and it, I mean it was fine it wasn't great we didn't have this crazy romantic connection but we definitely connected in that time and after the Rose ceremony we did a cheers and then you know she called on me to do the cheers and she referred to me as her brother. So that just put a really awkward baseline between she and I for the rest of the show, which I was, I just knew like, there's no way this girl and I are going to connect romantically. It just wasn't gonna happen. And I have never dated somebody successfully that has ever referred to me as their brother. And so I kind of (laughs) knew after that, my time was pretty limited and, But that also kind of took the edge off because there were some guys that just went off. They were so into her.
1: Luke P. You were the Luke P season.
0: (laughs) I was the Luke P season. I was. And yeah, I just just thought, oh my gosh, these two people are literally going to get married. Why would I try to interject and kiss her when I'm pretty positive that she and I aren't going to wind up together. So that, that was, that was just sort of awkward. And I I never really found that romantic moment with Hannah, despite being open-minded to the whole thing. It just wasn't going to happen, but yeah, I was there for the whole Luke P fiasco. I, contrary to what, you know, how he was portrayed. I, you know, I think Luke P is a very good guy. You know, unfortunately, I, I think he just gave into his inflamed emotions at the time. You know, it's very difficult to watch your significant other make out with a bunch of other guys, 20
1: other guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Hannah, made, I mean, she made out with everybody <laughs> and, it, it, you know, that, that I could see how that could get in your head. And, you know, when I up to the point when, when I was on, I think the last two seasons that were available on Amazon Prime, I had watched and I'm pretty sure every person who got the first impression rose wound up winning. So if you get the first impression rose, it's a pretty good indicator that you're going to go really far. And so I think that just got to his head a little bit.
1: Yeah. You're known for the chicken yeah. nuggets. You're known for cutting your hair.
0: I get DMS all the time asking me if they want, if they want to get chicken nuggets with me and if chicken nuggets <laughs> are my favorite food. And Fortunately, chicken nuggets are not my favorite food, but I like them. They were presented to me when I had no other food options. And uh, I just saw sort of an interesting moment uh, uh, when two people were fighting. There was a pile of chicken nuggets. I think it was Cameron Ayala and uh, Jonathan Sanders. They were fighting about something. I very obviously reached over, picked a chicken nugget up out of the pile, very, you know, trying to draw a lot of attention, dipped it in the sauce, and very, very, very obviously, everyone went, mm, wow, these are some good chicken nuggets. And that, that moment interrupted their their fight, and that that's that's why that became Brilliant. Thing. But again, that's just an example of me goofing off. Like, whatever people would fight, I would try to cut the tension by doing something silly like that. Because it was just, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and it was surprising, you know, to see that some guys would get riled up over the things that they... That yeah, they have, I, just, I always
1: wondered if that was real, like... Hatred, or if the producers were like, "Okay, you guys go fight, and I'll give you some more airtime or more chicken nuggets." I don't know. Like, it, it was it real?
0: Yeah. So while I'm contractually obligated to oh, not expose any, you know, trade secrets within the franchise, you know, I will say that there are a lot of outside influences uh, that you have good reason to believe to follow, and the whole time you have no access to any outside perspective or resources to sort of level your head out. And so a lot of guys follow the wrong advice and they wind up doing things that they normally wouldn't do. There's just no way to clear your head throughout the process. And uh, I think there are some outside influences that take advantage of that.
1: Yeah, what's your opinion on whenever someone's like, this guy's not here for the right reasons. Um, Like, What do you think of that? Because that's the most annoying thing (laughs) every season
0: I know I know I know and you know I was of course you know I was guilty of saying that in my (laughs) dilemma my little dilemma but I I I don't know I just think it's sort of funny I think it's a way for guys to try to not draw attention to themselves
1: yeah if I were the bachelorette and I heard one person at least say like this guy's here for the wrong reasons I'm gonna eliminate both of you not the guy who tattles I'm gonna eliminate the one who tattled and the one who's in the wrong 'cause I don't want to deal with that.
0: I know. That's annoying. I know and it never <laughs> works out. Uh, yeah,
1: for- it's never even like the leads either. It's just some random two guys trying to get <laughs> some time.
0: Know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre measured ingredients and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Enjoy a wide variety of easy delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between within the HelloFresh market. I use HelloFresh every day because I hate wasting time and I hate meal planning. I never know what's going to come in the box, but I trust it every day because I have yet to have a meal that isn't delicious by HelloFresh. I trust them with my life and they've never disappointed. I would highly recommend HelloFresh if you're trying to save on time. HelloFresh is high quality. Fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. Contact free of course go to hellofresh.com slash jpj14 and use code jpj14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping that's hellofresh.com slash jpj14 and use code jpj14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping But you, And you just know, like... Who, there are like, some
1: men that I'm like, uh, who are you? Why are you here? Like, I'm not going to learn your names. Come on. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. I know. I know. But was, I will I'm like, say,
1: I'm Team Greg.
0: I was a little bit unimpressed with his opening because he kept on saying how nervous he was. Why would you, in my like, experience... Yeah. In my dating experience, I've come to know that no woman ever wants to date a guy that's unsure of himself or any guy that gets nervous. I could see how it would be endearing, but I was a little shocked at how much he talked about how nervous he was. But they still connected. Nonetheless, that was really interesting. They had this chemistry, this really strong chemistry. I think it's fair to say that Greg is going to win. Again, historically speaking, if you win the first impression, Rose, you're basically going to win.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: it's just what the data shows us with this show. But I don't know. Katie loves him. And I, <laughs> yeah, I think he's definitely really into her. So,
1: and if I'm it a, doesn't I, work out, my DMs are open, Greg. Um, I'm oh, just a little girl from South Florida. And
0: oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll all right.
1: date you.
0: I'm yeah, single now. Greg. Uh if if you're listening, Devin's uh single and ready to mingle, she's into and, it.
1: Um the the public speaker, uh no fucking way. <laughs> no way. Stay away from me. I have a question. If yeah. you were to redo your out-of-the-limo entrance, what would you want to do? Uh,
0: you know, Devin, I, I really try not to live in the past and truthfully mm-hmm. this is not something that I, I ruminate. On. You don't
1: constantly think about your engines? No,
0: no I, I really don't. But tr- truthfully, again, I, I really wouldn't change anything about it because um, you really don't have any ideas to like, how your experience is going to progress. And, uh, and you don't know what information the bachelorette is given and what she's not. So I just really wanted her to remember my name and uh, sort of get a feel for my presence so that she would want to talk to me uh, in the mansion. Cause the first night is complete chaos. Yeah, uh, You're just kind of walking around hoping that you get to talk to her and you have no control over whether or not you get to talk to her. You, you do have to pull an all nighter that first night. It goes from, yeah. it goes from 10 o'clock at night till seven in the morning. It's a grind and you have to stay awake and you have to be sharp when she's talking to you. And it's brutal. And, you know, you're just kind of making friends with the other guys the first night and just hoping that you can talk to her. Like I remember Tyler Cameron didn't talk Mm -hmm. to Hannah Brown the first, did not talk to Hannah Brown the first night. Whoa. Yeah. I remember talking to him. I thought this guy's going home. He didn't get a chance to talk to her and a lot of other people too. And it was so just anxiety inducing that first roast ceremony because I got the last rose and other people who didn't even talk to Hannah got roses. And I'm just standing there completely, you know, beside myself that these other guys that, you know, didn't. I know that a lot of the guys at the time didn't have a good entry. And I know that the other guys did not make an impression on her and they still got roses. I was able to get time with Hannah because she was off doing her thing. And then, you know, we were asked to go out to the mansion and start playing cornhole and Hannah joined us. And it was me, Mateo. And uh, I think it was Darren Blaylock. And we were all playing cornhole and Hannah joined us and we were all playing and nobody was saying anything to Hannah. So I went, all right, Hannah, if I make this shot, you have to give me time with you. And so Ooh. I, yeah. So I threw the beanbag, made the shot and that's how I got time with her. Otherwise I never would have gotten the chance to talk to her. And I,
1: and you wouldn't be where you are today.
0: I would not be talking to you right now, Devin. This I know. interaction would never have existed.
1: So I guess another question. What What was your craziest fan experience?
0: What was it? The, at the men tell all, I was called up to the stage and I answered a few questions from Chris Harrison. And then uh, it seemed a little planned, but I'll never know this girl from the audience came down and with a pair of scissors and people were sort of were <laughs> aghast and afraid that she was going to do something crazy with the scissors but I could tell there was no malice or ill intent and so she literally asked me to cut a piece of my hair off and I said yeah sure go, go for, for it. it I'm not <laughs> trying to slice my up or anything like that you seem really harmless so I let her do it that was I wouldn't say that was strange, that was endearing. And I was actually flattered, if anything, because I, I remember that, that, that scene where I went up to Hannah and cut off a piece of my hair and gave it to her, because like, how was... did you think of that? <laughs> so again, I, I had some external influences that gave me, I, gave me that idea. And I was feeling pretty desperate at the time because I thought I was gonna go home. And I had probably talked to her at that time for a, a cumulative four minutes or something. <laughs> And I was desperate to get her attention because I didn't want to go home. I was having so much fun and I knew it was likely that she and I you know, wouldn't wind up together as we had no romantic chemistry. But there was, a, you know, after she called me her brother, there was sort of this uh, <laughs> cool vibe that she and I shared, but I cut off a piece of my hair and I gave it to her and uh, she evidently liked it. But to your question, Devin, there, there were some outside influences mm. uh, that I, that I followed. Uh, in regards to that cutting of the hair and giving it to Hannah as a gift.
1: I mean, truly brilliant and one of a kind, very John Paul Jones of you.
0: To do oh, that. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: And this is a question that the fans are dying to know. It's uh, how often do you wash your hair and what's your hair regimen?
0: Truth be told, <laughs> I really don't adhere to a strict regimen, but it's usually once a week. I think the natural oils are necessary for giving your hair that textured look. I actually shampooed my hair last night and uh, it kind of looks flat, almost like a bowl cut from the 90s. So you have to let the natural oils sort of give your hair that rustic textured look.
1: Take note, ladies. So this is just my opinion, but you give off like white button down jeans, taking like family pictures at the beach vibes. And I was wondering, have you ever done that with your family?
0: You know what? That's a very interesting question. I'm flattered that you would (laughs) think of me in that way, Devin. Really, I am. (laughs) I don't really take any family photos surprisingly. I'll set up my tripod I'll do a timed photo maybe in our backyard or something when we're all together for the 4th of July but we don't do those oh we're going to go to the beach and look like a beachy leisurely family that hasn't (laughs) happened Uh, 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 we've just never thought of it and I'd rather uh, play Mario Kart and that sort of thing really cherish my time with them not take a photo on a beach that Tries to prove some sort of prove
1: Proves that you're the perfect point. fam. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Devin, I'm really flattered that you think I give the family that takes photos on the beach vibe. But what kind of vibe do you think you give off? I can't really put my finger on it. I don't look at somebody and go, oh, they give this type of family photo vibe.
1: Well, you might not know this, but I'm a crazy cat lady. Actually, oh. I do give off that vibe. You could look at the paintings right behind no. me. No!
0: <laughs> Devin, I am highly allergic to cats. My well, face blows up like a balloon when I'm around them. My eyes. We get could red. never date.
1: Mm. That is one of the main things for a potential suitor of mine is that they have to be able to have multiple cats.
0: No. <laughs> no. Why do you like cats?
1: They're incredible. I don't. I don't even know how to describe my. My feelings towards them. They're cuddly. They're cute. They meow.
0: I can understand <laughs> that. I get that. I'm just a little bit harsh because I'm so sensitive to the You're presence.
1: Anti-cat. Of-
0: I don't even have to see a cat. When I walk into a cat home, I can just sense it. My face. Just you have your my cat air senses. Passage, <laughs> yeah. My air passage gets constricted, but, but Devin, look, I look forward to talking more about cats and all the deep <laughs> things in life as we progress on this podcast On the next episode, we'll have a guest speaker and we'll talk about all the deep things in life with them. And hopefully some of you will call in and we can solve some of your problems. Thank you all for tuning in. Jibba Jabba with JPJ. Seeking the truth never gets old.